Hello, Tom. Oh, I'm sorry. I, thought, I don't have anything. Oh, these assholes must be dead. Uh, welcome to the Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> they were on the charger all night. Tom's not well. got you have to headphones down. problem. I know they are clicked down. Z- oh, I'll do it. I know. Yeah, You're I playing. Should we restart? I'm going to return this phone call. We'll start and I'll call her back. What? I got to return a phone call. I'm in the middle of something. In any case, welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph Billy Basham, MD. I I knew it was going to be bad today. Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt-Bernard. And we'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Dougie, what's happening to my favorite Nissan stores? Well, a lot, actually. Last month, Dan Resch and the Burnsville team finished number one in the state, and the month before, J-Lo and the Coon Rapids team took the top state spot. KQ listeners. Yeah, I've had to explain what a pair of choppers means to some of the staff. Anyway, this month, we want to talk about a couple killer finance deals on 2020 Muranos and 2020 Rogues. Read this. This month at Walzer Nissan and Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan, get 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new Rogue or 0% for 72 months on a brand new Murano. Wow, 0 for 72 months on a Murano? Yeah, I don't remember the last time we did that. Yeah, I don't remember the last time the Vikes beat the Packers either. Yeah, too soon. But wait, there's more. Not only do you get 0% on Rogue and Murano, but you also get Walzer Care. It's a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty, and it's absolutely free, but only at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. That is a wrap. Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Show. Tom has stepped out, taking a very important phone call. You know how he does. He went to the bathroom. No, he's just... Think he was uh, lying? No, no. Very important phone call. So I spent some time this morning waiting for the electrician, going on Twitter and blocking people that are so insane right now with politics. Mm. What do we have? How many days left do we have for the election? Too many. A month and five days. A month and five days. Because yeah. it's November 11th, People right? People are really heating up the crazy it, right now. What day is it? Uh, today is no, the... No, I mean, what day is the election? November, November 3rd. 3rd. Oh, then we have a month minus three days. Yes. So we're they're heating up the crazy on uh, social yes, media. Yes, they are. Oh, my God. I can't even be on it. Oh, don't I'm be like, on it. Then don't be I on just it. Look, and I look for yeah. puppy kittens and wildlife. <laughs> puppy kittens and wildlife. Yeah, that's all I can do because, uh, seriously, people are... Whoa, crazy. Whoa. Puppy, kittens, and wildlife. Is that, is that a bit like uh, lions and tigers yep, and bears. bears? Oh, my. Yep. I just want to, you know, I just, I can't. I can't watch people just 
lick boots all day long for a political party. I just can't. Either lick boots or kick with boots. Yes, kick or lick, one or the other. That's what they're doing. Kicking and licking. <laughs> kicking, kicking and, and licking. licking. All kicking over and Twitter. Licking. Kicking and licking. All, yeah, and that, <laughs> absolutely, the, just the absolute vitriol and oh. the hatred. And, oh, you know, can we just boil it down to this person is going to allow big business and this is gonna, person is going to allow big government? They pick your poison. Yeah. Unless you vote libertarian like a normal person. But there's no, we don't have a good choice. Don't have a legitimate choice. Yeah, you're not going. Yes, we do. You're not going to elect Jorgensen. a libertarian. That's just not going to happen. We should. We should, yeah, but we're not going to. Yeah, the person, the person. Well, something's wrong with you guys. The person, <laughs> the person that is uh, to vote for would be that governor from South Dakota. I think she'd make a good libertarian candidate. She she actually is pretty much a libertarian, isn't she? I think so. Yeah, pretty, pretty yeah. much. Smaller government, thinks, smaller the, taxes. Everyone out in the mountain freedoms. region is still yeah. Stay stay out of my bedroom. Exactly. Stay mm-hmm. out of my yeah. uterus. Why are we stay even out talking of about my, yeah. Stay out of my pocketbook. Exactly. Stay just stay just stay out. Be smaller government. You know, you do this. I'm going to do this, and just go away. Yeah. I mean, and and. And I, I just I think she's a younger young person, you know, fresh thoughts. And if she don't if you don't if you don't vote for her, she'll kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> she's got the gun. She'll shoot you. She, no, 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 she's she got the gun. No, yeah. she, when she when she did that uh, July fourth introduction of uh, President Trump, whew, she had this oh, sleeveless nice. shirt on. Now, oh man, she's got the guns. She's got pipes. She's got yeah. the she's got the guns. She'll 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 uh, you know knock you out. Yep. Well. You know, she knows how to ride a horse, which I appreciate. Oh, she does? Also, that Tulsi Gabbard person that Tom used to go crazy for. She's actually been impressing me more and more with her. She's much more, she's running, she was trying to run on the Democratic Party, but she has actually some dignity and class, so she'll never make it in the Democratic Party. Yeah. She's not hateful enough. Yeah, you have to be really, really mean, I think, to run. People like that, I think, in their candidate. They like bitterness in their candidate. They do. They like. They like blame, shame, game stuff. They That's like it they when like. their side is mean and awful, but when the other side is mean and awful, then it's, you know, then the they're... lack of decorum offends them. It's yeah. Like... <laughs> there we go. Good. Good. Answer the door. Oh, that's my dad now. Dad, uh-huh. I'll call you right back. I'm on the show. Bye. <laughs> Apparently we're not allowed to... It's his birthday on Thursday. Yes, it is. Yep. 94 years oh, young, man. nice. And we are not nice. allowed to do anything about it. Yeah, it keeps on being somebody tested positive who worked mm-hmm. in the building, and so they have to shut down for 10 days. It used to be two weeks. Now it's 10 days for some reason. Why did they have to shut? Why does he have to be shut down for 10 days? Uh, well, they can do their <laughs> activities, and they can go to lunch and all that kind of stuff, whereas before they weren't even allowed to socialize at all. They had to basically stay in their rooms. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Summer 94 and assisted living. Yeah, you really. Know, that, that's I huma- know. That's humanity. It's that's, so that's bad. Hum- that's a humane it, treatment it, it, Oh, he hates people. it so much. He does. I mean, it would be a completely different experience. He would love that place if he could get out and yeah. visit people or meet. He hasn't been to a grocery store in eight, nine months. So they put him in a bubble. They yeah. put them in mm-hmm. a bubble. And I mean... He's in a hospice care program, so he gets he's allowed to have three essential visitors, which includes myself and my two brothers. But if he weren't in hospice, he would have no visitors at all during these times where they have uh, somebody who tests positive. They just they stop so all visitors. One of their employees tests positive, so you I don't quite understand why all everybody there has to be in quarantine. I don't know either. 
Are they afraid that they're going to pass it on to you? I believe. Well, maybe because the first one. This is the other thing. The person hadn't been in the building since the 29th. When they discover that the person has COVID, that's the first day of the 10-day period. I thought it was 14. Well, I think it's 10 days now. Oh, we go down to 10 days. I think so. Nice. So why isn't it actually when the person was last in the building? Yeah, and why didn't they ret- they retested that person two times? I don't because know. Because the people who tested positive in Greece, there were crew members in Greece. Mm-hmm. They tested all the crew members on this cruise, and 12 of them showed up positive for COVID. Okay. They, th- they said, oh, well, let's retest these people to make certain. So they retested them. Well, then only eight. Mm. So they had four false positives. Well, do then- you know how the COVID test works? Is it a gene test? I think it's a part uh, uh <clears throat> It's a genetic test of some sort, and I'm not certain whether they, it genetic. tests the uh, actual genome or tests the surface of the virus, uh, particles of the surface oh. of the virus, whatever whatever antibody they can do to that. That's probably what they're doing. It's well, an antibody, antibody kind of a test. Antibody tests are pretty inaccurate, so yeah. there's so, that. So, so to continue the story, they, then they say, well, we're going to wait a couple of days. We're going to go into a port. We'll, then we'll, take, we'll test all these, these 12 people again. Then we're going to send them to a lab in the port. They okay. do that. All of them come back negative. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh. So there were 12 total positive tests, which were, in essence, negative. Or these oh. people converted within two days to negative. Well, isn't, aren't th- like 30% of the tests false positives? That's what I've well, heard. Unless 30% of the tests better. are fully false positive. 20% of the people that are counted as positive never had a test. And I know oh. of one test, I said last week, I know of one test that wasn't even done. It was mailed in empty, which came back positive. Mm. Oh. So the problem is it's all automated, and the automated systems are crap. Yeah. Because if any human looked at these tests, there wouldn't be that high of a false positive rate. You would hope. But then again, you, you, would get, hope. you get paid more. You get 20% true. bump if it's positive. That's true. You do. You get a little bump. Uh, it's just interesting to me because, okay, so Trump has COVID. He went to Walter Reed for, what, three or four days? Yeah. Two days. Two days. He's treated. He comes back out. My dad tested positive at 93 years of age. He, my sister said his, he had symptoms. He was tired, really tired. Yeah. At 93. Really tired, Wait a second. So he's had it already? Well, he's That's had, what they say. We don't really know. He had a positive test, yeah. but he's always really tired. He's 93. This is, this, so, why, so, <laughs> so why is he in this bubble? I don't know. Because they don't know if you can get it again or if you can be a carrier again. They don't seem to know anything about this virus. I mean, every five minutes, the so CDC it's, it's is changing been, what they're been, talking about. It's been almost a year. Yes, we're going, to, we're going on the eighth sur- month, aren't this we? Surfaced, this surfaced at the end of November, and we knew about it in December. It's been almost a year. Well, but we oh, in America right, right, right. got it. No, 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 but we knew about it. Yeah. And in that period of time, the number of people that have contracted this and the number of tests, we don't know anything about how many false positives these tests have, how many false negatives these tests have. We have no idea as to actual incidence of the disease. Right. We don't know the incubation period. Because well, that, well, that was 14. No, mm-hmm. now it's down to 10. Okay, we don't know the incubation period. We don't know uh, if you can get it again. We don't know if there's any serious prediction aside from comorbidity, thing, how serious the disease is going to be. Mm-hmm. We really have no clear-cut treatment to clear this out. And I'm guessing there's been lots of money spent on studying this virus. You think? <laughs> so why don't we know anything? It's the most bizarre that money just gone into some sort of a pit. Oh, 
It is the most, it, and, and as, as a physician, I've tried to look for this information. Yeah, you think you'd have it's, it in it, journals all have, over the place. I have no, there's no information anywhere. No, we just don't, well, we just don't know. We just, you know, and can I give it, so if I'm, if I'm, if I've tested positive, but have asymptomatic, can I give it to somebody? No one knows. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and what's, what's the and incidence of... And can I get of, it again? If, you've, if, if he's already had it and he can't get it again, can he be a carrier? If not, he should be allowed to leave well, and come if he, back. If, if there's a concern about that, he shouldn't be in the, the, this, the, the facility he's in because he could infect everybody else if they're worried about that. See, this, it, it makes no sense. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a logic of convenience. So, oh, I, well, I, I, I think I'm going to do it this way. I think this will be safe. This will be safe. Until it's not safe. Oh, yeah. geez, that didn't work. I know. I just don't even know what's happening anymore. It's just very confusing. And no one cares. And no one cares. That's true. I mean, some of these people that have, you know, that haven't had a visitor, you know, in months and months, or maybe they don't have family that lives nearby, and their only source of entertainment was maybe going to the mall Mm -hmm. and shopping or going to Target. Or going outside and looking at the leaves. Well, they can go outside. They can't. They are allowed outside on the, the property yeah, only. Can't leave the they can't leave the grounds. Because of course their property is sterile. But they just told us that one of their employees tested positive. So they're uh, clearly they, You can't say that their <laughs> grounds are cleaner than the grounds outside. I don't know. Don't ask the me. The wind blows. I'm confused as much as anybody. I really don't know what to think. And what what's going to happen this winter? Because clearly this thing isn't going to go away. They're going to keep on yep. threatening to shut down and threatening. But Israel shut down. Israel, Israel, Israel locked back down. I think they locked down right before Yom Kippur. Israel did? Israel did. They locked it down. And now they're having civil sort of... Uh, unrest, not I wouldn't say unrest, but protests and maybe civil disobedience with this mass. So they shut it all down, and then people are like, and, and actually they interviewed people on the streets. I don't know if do we need to do this. This isn't making a lot of sense. So there's just, it's an odd, I don't know, it's an odd thing that they're trying to eliminate all risk and all risk of death right. from this sort of thing. Where they, they could care less about influenza, could care less about other kinds of diseases, just don't care about that. But this one really has, has just, just taken created, the world this, by storm, cre- yeah. created a, mm-hmm. a real uh, hysteria, sort of inflammatory kind of word. I don't want to trigger anybody, but it's, 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 it's sort of this, it's created this intense concern for your safety and your well-being and that it's, oh, I'm going to die from this. And the reality is, you probably won't. Because I think the CDC re- re- revealed 90% of people who have died had comorbidity factors. Yep. 90%. Well, and even if we assume that all cases of COVID died because of COVID and nothing else, the total amount of deaths this year has gone up less than 10% compared to previous years. So. Oh, the to- oh, total number of deaths. Total de- number right, of right, right, deaths. Right, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So the ch- technically, even if the virus is the only thing that killed all those people, which it's not, but, you know, just for sake of argument, we'll say it is, that means your average uh, chance of dying has gone up by 10%, which there's a lot of things you can do to make it go up by a whole lot more than 10% that people do. You know, if you smoke, way more than 10%, but people smoke, they don't worry about that, but then they worry about this virus that's less dangerous to them than smoking, drinking, riding a motorcycle. Eating too much. It's also... All all this stuff. Oh, my God. We have to take a break. We're three minutes over. We'll be right back. 
Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers? Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great <laughs> it is working with Billski. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to me? <laughs> North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard is finally waltzed in here. I, waltz, waltz, waltz. Here oh my is. God, something popped up on my screen. We were just talking about this whole uh, COVID thing. and okay. How's that going? Uh, just, it's frustrating. It's just the information is just yeah. bad. We got our guests. What do you mean? Wait a minute. What the information is bad? It's just we have a guest. We have to talk about it later. You know, You'll have to listen to the first. Oh, God. Yeah. Is that yeah. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Part of the of show. Your, of your own family, 1130 p.m. <laughs> to see what we were talking about. Whatever. <laughs> I've never liked any of you. You can right. go to omni.com slash. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Keith Coogan with us. How you doing, Keith? I'm great, guys. How you doing? <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you get raked over the coals by your family like I do on a daily basis, Keith? Oh, since early days, yes, of course. Friends, family, anyone. <laughs> yes, of course, raked constantly. Everyone and everything, huh? Yes. Uh, is it, in a way, it's got to be great, but it also has to be kind of a challenge. I mean, just the last name of Coogan, because Coogan's not really that... Uh, that common a name. I remember Coogan's Bluff. That was a, a Clint Eastwood movie, so that might be the only other time I ever heard the name. Is it a, that common a name in America? I think more people think my grandfather is Jackie Cooper. They tell me. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Amazing in the camp, and I'm like, wrong, wrong Jackie, but that's, I appreciate that. Um, and uh, that's fine. I always think it's just any fun of you shows, you know, hey. No, nah, hey, you know, whatever works. I, I like Jackie Coogan and Jackie Cooper, so it all worked out in the end for me. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> It worked now, out. Now, it didn't well. help that, that they did do a movie together, French Leave, and then also my uh, my grand-uncle, Robert Coogan, had a series of films, Suki, co-starring Jackie Cooper. So he had Coogan, Cooper all over. It was a mess. <laughs> it was an absolute mess. And you have a career yourself. You're doing very, very well. Should point that out. Oh, I thank you very much. I uh, have fun doing it, so I'm glad I get to keep doing it. By the way, I do have to mention, and I, it, I the first time I ever heard it, I was a little boy. Man, I might have been, in, I don't know, in nine, ten, eleven, something like that. The first time I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I still laugh about it. I still laugh about your grandfather's name. 
Uncle Fester is one of the greatest names in the history of the world because yes, of the word is. Fester. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> We're going to go with Fester, are we? But there was a Festus on, uh, on Gunsmoke, so I don't know. But Fester, Uncle, uncle something Fester. is festering with our uncle. We'll call yeah. him Uncle Fester. <laughs> so that would be great. Get some hydrogen peroxide for that. Now, Keith, uh, how old were you when when that series hit the air? Or were you even born yet? I was negative six. Negative so, six. So there you go. Yeah. Yes. Came out when my mom went to camp. So um, you, really? Yeah. I had a very young mother. So she had to deal with getting picked up from school by Uncle Fester in the death cloak riding the motorcycle. Wow. <laughs> Is that true? Um, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, and, and apparently he lectured Ken Weatherwax and Lisa Loring you know, watch your money and how to behave on set. Uh, and he'd fall asleep. My grandfather was a famous narcoleptic. He could fall asleep on stage as well as on set. And oftentimes he would interrupt the take because he was asleep behind the flats and was snoring so loud. <laughs> yes, I can understand that whole situation. So, so your whole family now, three generations, is, is involved. Or is it more than three generations involved in the entertainment business? Sure, my great grandparents were vaudeville. There you and go. My grandfather was born in a trunk. It was Chaplin was going to see my great grandfather, um, and then they happened to bring out this little four-year-old boy at the end of the act, peaking Chaplin's interest. But uh, yeah, just a, a four-generation uh, in this crazy business. Isn't that wonderful that that for four generations you could do we. We, uh, you know, we're in a situation, we have four generations alive right now in our family. Catherine, my lovely wife's father, is uh, 94. When is that on? Is that Friday? Thursday. Thursday. 94. He turns yes. 94 Thursday, and then uh, there's Catherine. There's Andy and Alex, our son and daughter, and Alex's kids are four and two. So we got four generations cooking right now. That's a very, very special thing, Keith. Oh, sure. I, you know, I kind of likened it to... Not that we take it for granted, it's just our business. So if your family's you know, in law enforcement, everyone goes into law enforcement. If your grandfather made shoes, you probably will make shoes too. So there is kind of a, they don't see it as special. It's just you know, it's expected of you to be a professional. So I'd be all really happy about maybe being the voice of the fox and the fox. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I did a movie. And my mom would say, no, 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 that doesn't count. It's animated, so it's just pretty good on screen. <laughs> so I had to wait until Adventure of Baby Studio to claim that in my family size. Come mm, on. Yeah, I understand that, but by the same time. Did, did they ever approach you about doing any voices for the animated features, the Adams Family now? Ooh, no, and I would love to. Um, uh, I am coincidentally 50, which is the same age that my grandfather was when he first started portraying Uncle Fester in 64. Um, so I'm ready. Uh, voiceover, live action. I guess I'll shave my head. I'll be halfway there on the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're only halfway there on the way. Keith, get to work. Will you get start eating more, will you please? Um, I'm going to pull a dinero or a Vincent and Alfredo and Paco on Okay. No, Keith, I do, I do have to ask you, does it... I gotta believe that pretty much everyone you meet that goes, "Oh my God, you're Uncle Fester's grandson." I loved Uncle Fester. Do you get? Do you ever get sick of hearing that, or are you to love it? Oh no, I think that's great because yeah. this was 
you know, something that really uh, helped my grandfather. He was a cute world child star at five years old. Yeah. Kid. Yep. Did a series of pictures. He was maybe 13, 14, older. And his career is kind of done. And he plays heavies and bad guys and B-movies and some TV. Well, Uncle, you know, Adam's family comes along and uh, wasn't like the hit that the Munsters was. They were on, they started the same week, ran for two years, ended the same week, but Munsters, because of universal hammer horror familiarity with Dracula, oh, yeah. you know, Frankenstein. Adam's family were just eccentric uh, filthy, uh, uh, unnervingly rich, and they had a warp sensibility. But they loved each other, so that's what I think resonates with Adam. But I got to be honest with you, I, I I loved the Adams family. I loved the Munsters too. Don't get me wrong, I did. I I I thought of them equally. They they both were something I absolutely wanted to watch, but for very different reasons. You know, Fred Gwynn did a magnificent job. What I what I really liked about it is the way they portrayed the two wives in both the Munsters and the Adams family. They were attractive women who who didn't talk a whole lot, but they looked at you like, "I'm warning you." You know, <laughs> kind of that kind of deal. But it, I like to think that the Munsters had a straight answer the door. They get Marilyn to go answer the door. Yes, that's Adams family don't have things or lurch with a child. They don't know. They don't care. They're like, no, everyone's so nice. They don't see that they're weird or peculiar. Monsters knew it and always tried to hide that. And that was an easy to understand comedy for me as a child growing up. I, I enjoyed the Monsters. My wife actually only watched the Monsters and has never seen or watched Adam's family. Oh. Really? Yeah, I tried to show it to her and she left the room. I don't know what happened. <laughs> You know what I really enjoyed about both of them is even though they were so-called monsters, particularly in the monster situation, but I really enjoyed watching how much they loved one another. Mom and Dad, in both shows, the Munsters and the Adams Family, Mom and Dad were very fond of one another, and I really liked that as a kid. Yeah, and you come from multi-generational, and you're experiencing multi-generational. They have Grandpa sit down with Eddie Munster, yep, yep. or Uncle Festus sit down when the Pugsley um, was common. As I was growing up, most houses in my neighborhood had another bedroom, and Grandma or Grandpa was there. Instead of in a home, they were there. They are in the home. It was very common to have multi-generations for me growing up. Keith, why do you think it is that, you know, you mentioned the Munsters was a, a massive hit and all the rest of it, why then all of a sudden are we in a situation where they can't make enough animated features of the Adams family? They do. Uh, it's a fun popular brand for them. Universal bought uh, I think some ways who owned it and um, it is it is quirky. We've got enough look we've got hot topics out there. People like the goth and they love when the Adams Morticia, you know, especially too. Um, people are dark with we'll everyone however we mean, you know. Um, there's a portion that it really does, you know, draw people to. I, I think it's great. I celebrate the Adam family. Yeah, I'm telling you, it just... Keith, just the, carrying the name of Coogan, Keith Coogan, our special guest today, ladies and gentlemen, the grandson of Jackie Coogan, Uncle Fester on, uh, on the Adams family, it just... You made my heart feel glad on a Tuesday, Keith. Just talking about this and the memories that I had as a kid, I never, ever missed either one of those shows. I've seen every one of them, and I'm damn happy to tell you that. 
I would say that, Keith. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for your time today, Keith. Great talking to you, sir. Have a, have a wonderful you, afternoon. You guys are awesome. Uh, take care. Thanks. Bye. Keith Coogan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can check him out on YouTube.com slash user slash Hollywood Kids. That's the channel, all new YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash user slash Hollywood Kids. Keith Coogan, our special guest, will be back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. We're rocking out, man. You heard me. So anyway. You thought he was on our gang, a.k.a. Little Rascals. No. He, you did. I oh, did. I did. Uh, Don't he, point that finger. Jack he was on Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist. He was okay. Oliver Twist in 1922. Oh, Jackie Coogan was? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. God. Similar, you know. Similar. That's a family Poor legacy. Poor kid. Thievery. No, no. That. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Our it's gang is basically true. just a bunch of Oliver Twists who got together. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, i, I got to tell you something. Um, it's really getting to the point now where people's ignorance is really starting to piss me off to no end. Um, any upside, I do not understand the hatred that people have in this country right now. When I read the headline, Michelle Obama on Trump assertions, racist. Of course. Do we really need a former first lady who does nothing but bitch about America mm-hmm. from day one? This is the first oh. happy day of my well, that, life. That's what we were basically talking oh, about when you went out disgusting. to take the call, was that the, the volume has been turned up oh, a no, you lot did. Okay. in the last couple of uh, days I on know. social media and headlines have gotten more and more inflammatory, and it's just going to be psychotic from here on. Don't you think her time would be better spent, you know, in South Chicago trying yeah, to help out. some of those people? Yeah, wouldn't it? Well, that's you never going to happen. It's well, scary you know, over there. Yeah, you know, why what, would what, she go there? Why don't we look at it this way? If she could save one life there, don't you think it would be worth her time? Absolutely. Could she say a positive word about anybody but herself? Yeah. She's always talking about how wonderful she is, but apparently everybody else doesn't stack up. She is a disturbed person. Now, the thing that's also very scary about these times, are, you know, um, there was a headline, there was finally a uh, write-up about all these kids that are carjacking all over Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. Very yep. young, 12, yep. 13, 14-year-old yeah. kids. It's a big problem because what they're saying is those kids have basically just dropped out of school. They're not going back. They're not online school. No, they're God, not, no. Yeah, they're like, not, no, they're true. not logging in. Yeah, no one's going to do well, anything Well, yeah, that's about like it. my... 
sister-in-law. Twelve. Yeah. My sister-in-law, who is a special education teacher in elementary school, um, she's like, online learning is really, really great if you have a kid that likes learning and learns well that way, and if you have parents that are supportive and can help them. If you don't have either of those things, she's like, it's horrible. And her special ed kids don't have either of those things. Most of them. And so she's like, they barely spend any time doing anything. She's like, I expect them next year to be more, like, behind where they were at the beginning of last year. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. She's like, I think every kid, no matter if you're online learning or not, if you're good at it or not, or supported at it or not, everybody's going to be behind. But the kids that have no support or have a difficult time just sitting in front of a screen and paying attention are really going to have a very difficult time. But yeah, there are so many kids that just, if their parents aren't, you know, sitting there, do your work. Well, a few months ago, there were teachers that were saying that kids from the inner city, they, 50% of them never logged on even once when Mm -hmm. school started. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. But of course, it's the the problem is not so, enough money being shoveled into the system. Yeah, because because we certainly don't have enough truancy officers to go out and make sure they logged on. Yeah, exactly. Because they're not putting enough money into it, mm-hmm. and then that would fix the problem. Do we still even have truancy officers? Do Probably they even not. care if kids show up I don't anymore? Think I don't do. even know if they do. do I think they? You te- yeah, you technically. Um, well, you technically have. Oh, to. because yes. that's how they get paid is butts in the seats. Okay. So yeah, many yeah, days, so right. many hours. That like, is true. I um, they have to call. At some point, I think they have to call Child Protective Services, too. In school, but if I don't know about online. If your kid's out carjacking all day long, what do you think they're going to say no, when really. Child Protective Services knocks on their door and says, yeah. hey, your kid hasn't been logging on? What do you think? I don't know what's about... Gonna I don't know about online learning, but if they're not in school physically, they have to call Child Protective Services at some point. But I don't know about logging on because that's a So they don't care. So, let me fish. get this right. They care if the child's not in school because they, because they won't get their money, but really don't care about the child being, putting himself, him or herself, at personal risk yeah. doing, doing, doing three, carjacking. Three, three young boys just flipped a car and killed themselves that they had carjacked two days ago. There you go. I think it depends. Yep. I think it depends on the teacher and the school district because... The teachers that I know that have ever had to call CPS, it's like because of the benefit of the child. They're like, I yeah. don't think this child's in a safe home environment, and not just like, oh, I have to because it's the rules, you know. Yeah. So, but I think it clearly depends. Okay. I found something that I, you know, what I do whenever I read something outrageous like Michelle Obama calling the president of the United States a racist, mm-hmm. right? I went, what drove that? There's a reason that she said that. And it's not just the election. I mean, it is the election, but it's not Everything's just the election. That. Isn't it? it is the election, but it's not just that. I just found the answer to why she said that. Do you see what Biden said? No. Oh, God. And again, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm not a big fan of either one of these two guys, to tell you the truth. Biden suggests, this is a headline, Biden suggests people were able to quarantine because some black woman was able to stack the grocery store shelf. What? what? Oh, my God. What? What does that mean? What the hell does he mean by that? If he is that incredibly ignorant to say something like that, 
Do we have any third person we could yeah, vote for? So Is there anybody else? Libertarian, I keep I telling you people. I knew yeah. he was old, but I didn't know he was born in the 17th I'm still, century. I'm still reeling from the last Libertarian I voted for. Not you really. understand that. And you know who that was. Who was, who was it? Gary Johnson? No, it was our former governor. I voted. He was in oh, the Jesse? Libertarian he Party? He? Yeah, he was the Libertarian. That no, was the he Libertarian. was Independent Green, wasn't he? Doesn't matter. Yes, it's, it a, does. it's, it's the third party that. Uh, uh, let's see I don't here. think he ran independent, under Libertarian. Independent Green. Independent sure he, Green. I'm pretty sure he was Green Party. So I'm still stinging from that. There you have it. <laughs> They're saying, geez, the reason I was able to stay sequestered in my home is because some black woman was able to stack the grocery store shelf. Biden has heard uh, saying in the clip. The 10-second clip, which was originally uh, shared on September 29th, was just a snippet of comments the Democratic nominee made during the September 15th roundtable with veterans in Tampa, Florida. He's uh, in the expanded remarks, Biden had expressed a positive tone in dealing with the problems the country faces, particularly the ones that stem from the coronavirus outbreak. He said, he's more optimistic than I've ever been in my whole career. <laughs> really? Not Are you? For him. Listen, these are the guys we get to choose from. These two guys is what we get to choose from. Jesse Ventura ran under the Reform Party. Oh, the Reform Party. And then while he was in office, he switched to the Independence Party of Minnesota, whatever that is. God, what a dope he is. And then after that, he just became a generic independent. Okay. Yeah. Don't blame the libertarians on Jesse Ventura. Independence Party is classical liberalism and centrism. So it's a center party. It's a center party. What is it? That's that's Libertarian? Independence Party of Minnesota. Oh, the Independence Party huh. of Minnesota. You ever notice that Minnesota always has to put our name on a, on anything? Minnesota is one weird place. I was it born is. here. I was reading the ballot here. to my dad last night. Oh, God. He got his ballot in the mail. And? And he's like, who is that? I what know. party are they going? I'm like, well, there's two for... Cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> get all over that. Don. I know. Yeah. There's legalized <laughs> cannabis now. He's like, what? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're in Minnesota. You're back in Minnesota, Dad. I was talking yeah. about Alyssa about that. Kansas anymore. <laughs> I just wonder, like, say they get elected and they make weed legal, are they still part of the legal cannabis now party? Because that just seems like they don't have a platform at that point. Yeah, it's literally like, a oh, single issue. Yeah, your only yeah. thing yeah. that you, yeah, then do you get kicked out? Yeah, what happens? It's like achieved mission accomplished we, and we, you we abdicate? We legalized marijuana for certain things, but not recreationally, not right? Recreational. Medical, right. Yeah. medical is legal, right? but not yeah, recreational. Not in the state of Minnesota. And they should make it. It's going to be by next year, I imagine. Well, take the criminality right. out of this kind Walls of crap. Walls talked about how he was going to legalize it and blah, blah, blah. Well, who's he wanted to. It? Who's against the it? Republicans. There are tons of people. There's hardly any Republicans in office in Minnesota. All religious people yeah. in the world in other are words, against Republicans. it, pretty what? much. What? All religious people in the world? Are against legalizing How do cannabis? they know Jesus didn't hit the pipe? I, they they don't. don't know. You don't they know. Don't. You don't know. They don't have any clue if he actually hit the Every pipe Every religious person I've ever met is very against marijuana. But booze is okay. Alcohol is okay. okay. No, no, but they don't drink much. They don't drink much. No, if it were up to them, none of it would be legal, I think. Really? But there's there's a special stigma against marijuana because it's a drug. Because it's a drug. You know, like alcohol and and marijuana are a drug. 
Yeah, but yeah. no, I'm saying, but alcohol and marijuana, when you look at the effect on the body, really isn't that different. Oh, it's a lot different. Oh, a lot different. No, but if you like take one hit off of a something, oh, and I thought you were talking about the way shot. it treats the body. No, I oh, mean oh, like oh, the oh, amount sorry, of head. the effect. It's your... like they're oh, saying yeah. that you take one hit off of a joint and you're just so no, baked you can't even God. see. Well, you know, and it's like it's just like alcohol. You have to gauge. The... Where your home home sweet spot is. Yeah, yeah. Like you can drive a vehicle after having X yeah. amount of drinks, yeah, yeah. depending on the person. Right. But if you can't drive a car, well, after you've smoked marijuana, technically, because there's no way there's no of test for it, yeah. testing. I just hate so the fact like... that I can't carry a gun when I'm on THC. It pisses me off. Oh God. <laughs> That's right. We got a break. Idea. We'll Wendy. be back. Chris, what? Wendy. Horrible timing as always. Did <laughs> she call at the end of the segment again? Yep. All right, well, come back. Get it together, come back. Wendy. Just wait and you come back on the first segment. Your timing. Are you sure you're not my sister, Wendy? <laughs> well, you know, I, I just wanted one comment. I was I knew okay. Kristen was coming up, but I wanted to comment quick. Sure. Well, on the Joe Biden thing where he was talking about uh, black people, you know, the black, black women. women stocking shelves, my daughter did that, and she's like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? She's like, I've been working at a grocery store the whole time. She goes, I, I'm pretty white. Yeah. She's I like, know. what about me? You can she always goes, goes, rely on a Negro to do the work for us. <laughs> I know, that's it's basically know, what he was saying. pandering. Yes, it is. And they and love she it. Said, she, said that is, she said that is so super offensive. She's yeah. like, you know, whatever. She says, but him telling people that only people of color mm-hmm. were working serving the white people she goes that's ridiculous she goes i actually have a picture of me you know working during the pandemic i'm i'm not a person of color well he did throw in a hispanic at the end of the story by the way wow. he did throw that into at the very end of his he is a disaster yeah, they whites both and are. asians well, aren't in real high priority for them nope she, she's she's actually been researching because after she saw a video of him she's like I hate to say it, but I think he might have dementia. I'm like, you think? (laughs) Makes you wonder. Wendy, you're the best. Behave now the rest of the day. Thank you. No, you. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. Bye. Bye -bye. We'll be back with Kristen Burt in a couple of minutes.